0: And I'm gonna ask you to think of your favorite life hack. Now, some of you know what that means. There's videos galore on life hacks. And what these are are handy tips, things that you can do that make your efforts so much simpler. Let me tell you the first life hack I can ever remember learning from my father. Is when I was pulling nails with a hammer and he said hey 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 you're making it too hard there's a better way take a block of wood put that up next to the nail and then you leverage the nail out with more strength and it's a lot easier life hack all right think about your favorite life hack share I'll come back to you in just one minute okay See how many of you can think of one? Anything. Do we have a favorite one over here yet? when you get caught on the spot to do a life hack it can be pretty uh pretty daunting so um there might be a life hack for when you get asked I love it we had everything from uh give cash instead of gift cards over here to my mother said if you'll do everything that I tell you you'll be much happier that's a that's like super hack is what that is you know, but it might be little things, like you've seen the deal where you put a rubber band on a, on a jar lid so that it's easier to open up, those sort of little things. I say all this, and I'm getting you to think about that, because often, and I've been singing that song, thank you for singing it, Brent, it has got that. It finally took care of that, that earworm that I had, which I guess is also a song in my heart of come ye that labor and are heavy laden, because when you're studying this verse in Matthew 11, Uh, where Jesus says come to me all of you who are struggling hard and carrying heavy loads and I will give you rest put on my yoke and learn from me I'm gentle and humble and you will find rest for yourselves my yoke is easy to bear my burden is light if you ever knew about that song that song is going through your mind and heart all week long when you read this and I asked you to think about the life hacks because it's, it's, it's often the case, maybe you find this to be the case, it's often the case for me that my default in hearing this is, oh, Jesus is telling me that if I trust in Him, everything will be okay in the end. That in the end, I'll have rest, I'll go to heaven, and everything will be okay. That's sort of my default, but I will tell you that is not what He's teaching here that's not to say that everything won't be okay in the end of course it will we've got plenty of confidence of that we know that following Jesus is the way to heaven to trust in him to surrender to him but Jesus is telling us there's a better way to live your life now he says I want to show you how to make it easier how to get that extra block that causes that leverage that makes life much better that's what he's saying here because a disciple is a learner we looked at that last week a disciple is a student and what we are learning is how to live and so Jesus brings up the image of the yoke that's another default sometimes we think of yoke and we're thinking of that yellow part of an egg a yoke is something else now yoke is an ancient term but away from the world of agriculture we may not be too familiar with yokes a yoke is a harness a yoke is a device, it's one of our first inventions, it, a, a yoke is the original life hack. Somebody decided that if you took some pieces of wood and put your farm animals into that piece of wood, they could do much more work than you could on your own. They can pull a plow, they can pull a cart, you can harness their strength for something good. And so that idea of the yoke becomes an image throughout human culture the animal becomes useful because its energy and its strength now is directed into this device and the two animals often it's two paired up together then that becomes an image that helps a teacher describe what learning a way of life is a yoke refers to three different things and you'll see it used differently it might be work or it might be a burden you may hear the expression the yoke of slavery now that would be a negative application of the image in fact if you've done your uh bible reading this week in genesis 27 we had just that where um, isaac blesses his son esau he has no blessing because he's given esau's blessing to his younger brother jacob and Esau says, but don't you have some blessing for me? And he says, you will serve your brother, but when you get restless, you will throw off his yoke. And their yoke had something to do with the burden of service. Yoke can also be used to describe training. That's how it's being used here in Matthew 11. The yoke is a a good thing. It's We're learning to follow. We're learning to put our efforts towards something constructive. Yoke can also have to do with unity because now these two animals are hitched together. Now, if you don't have two oxen of the same size, you might have an imbalanced yoke. Uh, You might even have two different animals. That's why Paul in 2 Corinthians 6 can talk about being unequally yoked. That means you've got a believer and a non-believer. And it's not just for marriage that he's describing that unequal yoking. Anytime that we are connected to people who are taking us in a direction other than the way of Jesus, we are unequally yoked. We are pulling against one another instead of pulling together. That's the unity that we have. All of these images or what are involved in the yoke and we need to be aware of those so we can understand what Jesus is teaching us here because what Jesus is offering us when he says come and take my yoke upon you why would we take on a burden well the reason why we would is because his burden is light and we're gonna take on some burden in life Jesus promises rest for the weary as as Brent read in the message Eugene Peterson gets it right off the bat and he says are you tired we are always under the influence of something we are always being influenced it's not just substances that influence us it's not just social media but whether it's ideas from our past or whether it's our own mistakes or whether it's our own hopes, it can be positive or negative, but we're always under the influence. In the nineteen seventies, uh, Bob Dylan got a lot of attention because he had he had converted to Christianity, and so he writes this song. It's kind of a playful song, but he really means it. You got to serve somebody, and it's such a but that one will get stuck in your head too. You got to serve somebody. And he says, it might be the devil and it might be the Lord, but you've got to serve somebody. It's just who we are. We have this myth of being independent, but our life's going to be under the influence of something. And when our life is under the influence of sinfulness or self, and those often go together, because sinfulness is our desire to do what we want and to pretend that we are our own gods, it will wear us out it has a damaging effect rest that Jesus offers here might be rest for you but it's also rest from you we need rest from our own lack of, of understanding our own lack of pulling in the right direction and going against God so Jesus invites those of us who are struggling and carrying these heavy loads to come to him and he's going to teach us and here's where the yoke has to do with learning from jesus jesus is described as gentle and humble and that may be part of the reason why you hear hey jesus is gentle he's humble so he's the one waiting for us at the end of life's road he's just so kind he's welcome us into heaven No, actually, he's walking beside us in this life now. And he's saying, I'm the partner that's going to help you. The the wisdom on uh, yoking up animals together is that at some point, you've got an animal. Animals don't just automatically take to that yoke. They've got to learn what it's about. And you have so many different accounts and stories of these younger animals being yoked with an animal that has been trained to use it. So the younger animal struggles and strains to get out from under the yoke. It's got to learn, the older animal is just there in the yoke, and it takes off and starts pulling the load, and the other one is learning to follow along with it. It imitates the behavior, the walk, and the obedience of the older animal. Jesus is saying, I am your yoke partner. And if you will follow me, I will show you how to do life in a way that is easy and light. And the burden is so much easier. This is the the line in Hebrews. I appreciate Daniel taking us to Hebrews for the Lord's Supper. Hebrews is based on the idea, the whole idea of Hebrews is that God has not left us alone. The God's communicated with us through angels and prophets but finally now he's saying I want you to hear from my son. It's the same as God saying I want you to hear from me. And so the writer of Hebrews knows that we've got this high priest who's not just up there doing a service for us with this blood of bulls and goats but we've got a high priest who knows where we're walking. We've got somebody who understands us. You you hear the phrase a lot now, representation matters. Well, we're represented by Jesus Christ. He knows what we've gone through. He's, He's tempted in every way. The only thing he's without is sin. That's the only difference. But that makes him the best partner in the yoke. If you've got to be partnered up with someone, you want to be partnered up with Jesus. And he's saying, come to me, take my yoke take my burden it's light and easy we will pull this together so we're learning not just about Jesus keep that in mind I always want you to understand that as we're thinking about being disciples our first default might be to think oh okay well I gotta learn everything about this before I begin no I can learn a lot. You can learn a lot about heroes from the past, famous people, people who once lived, but you can never have a conversation with them because they are in the past. They're dead and gone. I'm going through our family photos and I'm looking at all these photos and no one ever wrote the names on the back and now here I am struggling to find somebody who knows the story, somebody who remembers who that is. But with Jesus, you don't have to learn about Him. You can learn from Him. It makes a big difference whether you understand somebody as living or dead. And He is with us. And so He walks in the yoke with us even now. We learn from Him how to live life. And finally, it's a lighter burden because we've got somebody who's, who's strong who knows how to do this who are you yoked beside remember we're always under the influence of someone we're we're, we're we're always going to be serving somebody you gotta serve somebody and i want you to think about all the influences in your life and all the things that demand your attention and time and even even some of the people you might be connected with huh? who are you yoked beside or what are you yoked beside and ask this are they pulling me away from the path of Jesus am I having to fight them no wonder the burden might be strong it might be tough are they expecting me to always rescue them am I expecting them to always rescue me can they save me One of the reasons why being yoked with Jesus is good, why it's easy and light is He can save us. He is our Savior. Are are we yoked with those? Or are we yoked with forces that shift the burden on us? That they get out of the yoke and they just leave us with all of the responsibility. Or maybe we're in the yoke all by ourselves and we feel alone and we feel isolated. I want to remind you, the yoke of Jesus is easy because He takes us on the path that God always intended. When Jesus comes, when the Son of God comes in the flesh to be among us, to communicate among us, like Hebrews 1 says, Jesus is showing us this is how you do human. I know you've had the instruction book. I know you've heard the commandments. They can be difficult, especially when people get them confused, but let me show you how it's done. I've told this story many times, but I'll keep telling it as long as it's effective and helps somebody understand. My, My oldest son, he got into Legos at a very young age and Lego instruction books are not very informative they show you a picture of the Lego pieces here and then they show you a picture of the Lego pieces over here you have to stare at them forever and find out what they change what they add there's no arrows there's never a word of description it's just this this and and when you're five years old that can be very frustrating but I can figure it out And so I get down on the floor with him and I put his hands in mine and we put the pieces together. That's what God's doing with us when he comes in the flesh as Jesus Christ. He is saying, follow me. Get in the yoke with me. I'll show you how it's done. Put your hand in mine. I'll show you how this is done. We don't have to worry about interpreting vague scriptures anymore. Jesus shows us in his life, in his teaching. He's the example. He's the one who's pulling alongside us. His yoke is easy. The burden is light. Because we don't have to take it all on our own shoulders. He, in 1 Peter 2, it says, He took our sins upon Himself. These sins that you and I carry around thinking that we don't want to bother the Master with it. He's saying, Don't you know that I'm strong enough to handle this? Don't you know that I am the only solution? And you're not qualified to save yourself. You're not qualified to save others. But Jesus Christ is. And that's why God vindicated Him by raising Him from the dead. So as we're disciples, as we're learners, I want you to know that we are learning from the One who is qualified to teach us the one who shows us a better way we are learning from the Savior who's gonna show us the ultimate life hack because it's the eternal life hack that's gonna make life much better now I want you to think about what it is that you're needing to do to be a closer follower of Jesus it might just look like everyday grind, getting to know His Word, getting to know Him. That's okay. It's a lifelong process. It may mean that first step of baptism where we say, I wanna, I'm, I'm giving up my own yoke, my sin and myself. We're surrendering self so that we can follow Him. We're admitting, we're confessing, we're naming it. And I want you to think about that, and I want you to talk to somebody today, whatever it is. Make some commitment with somebody. Get yoked up with others who are pulling in the same direction. Let me pray for us, and then we're going to sing this song. Father, I pray that You would teach us the better way of following Your Son, Jesus. He was obedient to You. He put His life in Your hands, trusting in You. I pray that we shall do the same. And Father, if we've done that and yet we keep resisting the yoke of learning what it is to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, I pray that we'll, we'll be led to a better way. Father, we pray all of this in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ, amen. Please be standing as we-